Welcome to the incredibly remastered, incredibly remade 90th episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your host. What kind of host am I? Well, I'm the kind of host that is, uh, uh, I, I have my AI redone um, and a couple of textures have been remade. Uh, and, uh, they basically recast one of my characters. It's a different person now. Same voice actor just looks absolutely different and that's okay. That's okay. With me on the show today, I have one of the greats from the Xbox era who we didn't even know we needed this, uh, uh, co-host in our lives, but when we got it, it was exciting and fun and new and different. Uh, it reminded us of how great the original co-host was, um, and that's Kent. Kent, how are you? I'm pretty good. That'll cost you $70. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of money, but this is the world we live in now. Uh, and Kent, you're worth it. You're worth everything. Thank penny. you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, $70 non-clearing tax. No, of course not. And also joining us... Julia, I know you've been getting some bad press, but I think the direction that you're going in uh, as a co-host is fantastic because, uh, you know, you're redefining the genre in a, in a, in a different way. You're kind of opening it, uh, opening it up for uh, other players to get into and to have fun with it. Uh, and your zaniness, your silliness uh, is still there, still intact. Um, your, your crazy weapons, uh, still there, still intact, still fun to play with. Uh, and I think that with enough patches, uh, I think we can, uh, really make this work. Julia, I I'm glad to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here in my bad press acquiredness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> bad press is good press. That's the yes. Cliche, yeah. Cliche yeah. That's, saying goes. that's, that's probably because of the furry talk, but it's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah it's true. Um, so if you couldn't tell from the amazing ad libbed intro that I just did, we're talking about, uh, uh, remakes, remasters. Uh, and we're doing this again because, well, a couple of games came out recently to mixed opinions on all sides, destroy all humans, last of us and, uh, saints row, uh, the remakes, remasters and reboots of, uh, the current video game market, uh, mixed reviews all around, uh, except for destroy all humans. Apparently, uh, that's just a fun game, uh, uh, and it's priced right and everyone's happy with it. And we will talk about that. Uh, after news, but before we even get to news, we're going to talk about what we've been playing today. And I'm going to go first because it kind of ties in to the topic uh, of today's show. And that is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm going to 100% that. Kent, the naysayer, says that I won't um, because of one of the challenges being like, you know, a 50-hour uh, dedication. But uh, I was a master at the PlayStation 1 version of Tony Hawk and uh, no one can take that away from me. Uh, I used to do amazing things uh, in that game and I'm, I'm getting my sea legs back, my skate legs back. And uh, I'm going to 100% the game. It's going to be the first time I 100% the, uh, any game uh, in, in quite a long time. Wow. 
Yeah. 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 I, I, I almost did it. I, I got through most of the challenges and then all that was left was, I think like the last tier of, uh, I forgot what they called it. Like the very last tier of challenges. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I, I can do it. But then I, I got, uh, demoralized when I saw the, uh, get like X level. I think it's like a hundred level, a hundred profile level. And it's like, Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. And then I hit that plateau where no matter what I did, I was getting like 2% XP of my bar oh, every right. like match. I was like, Oh, right. <laughs> no, I, I, I see, I see that plateau, uh, ahead of me. Uh, but I have a trick up my sleeve. Uh, and that is there are, uh, online, uh, 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 like skate parks that people have created to basically, it's like an auto play. You basically just Ollie onto a rail and then it a hundred percent like gets you crazy <laughs> scores and shit like that. And I I've seen those, I've done a couple of those and you'll, you'll bump your 2% up to 4%. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, <laughs> but that's uh, what I'm going to do. Let me know when you do. I will keep me updated. I might, on uh, keep us all updated. Yeah, I, I will that, do actually. that. I will do that. Uh, I might macro, uh, my controller or something like that. <laughs> Use rubber bands and stuff Ooh, like the good old days. That, that leads to some juicy info, a uh, juicy news too, actually. All right. We'll definitely get to that. Um, but Julia, I want to hear your voice. What, uh, what have you been playing? Nothing much lately except for Fortnite. Um, <laughs> I, I noticed, I noticed that yeah. you two were on Fortnite and I was going um, to make fun of you for it. So let mm-hmm. me do that here. Are you children? All right. <gasps> The thing is, I was such a hater of Fortnite, and I think it's just because of the whole building situation. It gave me anxiety. Um, However, they have a no build mode, so it's a lot easier to actually win now, and it doesn't give me anxiety anymore. So it was a lot of fun, and they had a whole, you know, Dragon Ball Z um, cameo, some quests. So yeah, it was fun. You know, they, the they made a 180 in my head. You know, I know there's a lot of people who liked it before the no build, but yeah, it made me want to play. So yeah, that's really it. Okay. Okay. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still can't do it. I still can't do it. Uh, I've tried to play that game a number of times and I don't know what it is. Uh, I've never played the no build mode. Maybe, maybe I should. it will change I'll get you your mind. It. Yeah, it will change your mind for sure. I, I was yeah. the one who did it. I I had to convince Julia. Mm-hmm. Not like had to convince, but she was apprehensive. I'm like, you know what? Let's just try it. It's free. Uh, and this was uh, what end of June, and so we were already in that really dry gaming right, right. drought where nothing was coming out. I was like, you know, what? let's just try it. Uh, we played it. We ended up liking it a lot. And I convinced one, two, three, <laughs> five of my friends uh, to try it as well because they were on the same boat. And we all en- ended up having fun. You're like a so, League of Legends player. Please don't. That's the worst name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, Getting no. people hooked on this game. game. <laughs> I didn't have to try very hard. I was like, hey, you want to play this? Uh, Oh, we'll play the no build mode. It's kind of fun. They're like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I am willing to try uh, Apex Legends. Uh, I hit a plateau in that game and that game is no longer for casual players anymore. Just yeah. straight up not for casual players anymore. Uh, so I can't play it anymore. Um, and yeah, playing, getting back into a BR would be fun. 
uh, I tried to get into Conan Exiles. I'm still I'm still trying to get into it. Yeah. Uh, they don't tell you shit in that game. No, they don't. They don't work. tell you shit. So I I'm I'm a little bit disheartened. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna hit my wall or hit my face against that wall for a little bit longer. Because uh, they just came out with an update. The pro- Try the cheat mode. There's a cheat mode. Yeah, there's a there's a you can actually get the whole platinum using cheats, which is funny enough. Like they don't restrict you on anything. Interesting. But I say open up a server, give yourself a shit ton of resources, and reduce like your hunger and like damage and stuff, and just get to know the systems. There's a whole ass cheat menu. Uh, it's it, I say cheat menu, but it's more like an admin tools for your own server. That's nice. Yeah, you should try that out because, yeah. like you said, there's no tutorial, so you got to make your own tutorial, right? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Kent, what are you even playing? Well, you know, Fortnite, like Julia said, what and I, I want to say this much. Uh, I think it's closer to Apex now more than ever. How uh, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Apex well, they, is they one have of the, a the... dedicated ping system. Uh, Mm. there's no building uh you can now power slide just like apex um there's mantling uh there's an over shield that you have um so you can't like instantly just like get one shotted um so it, it's a little bit more older school if you if you catch my drift like it's not like oh i got shot let me erect this like 30 story tower it's more like uh run and gun uh, be aware of your surroundings. There's a huge emphasis on like stealth and player positioning. Like if somebody's near you, you hear footsteps and stuff like that. So, but the shooting feels like doo doo. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. I, I've never really. We I think we played one match like eight like years ago. I can't remember how it was back then, but here it's it's not that bad. Um, there's weight drop to weapons and stuff. It's not. And isn't it hit purely scan? Hit scan. It's not hit scan. It's not hit scan? Okay. It's not hit scan. I think it used to be. It may be. Yeah. So you could be very much right about it being absolutely god awful, but uh it plays as good as like any third person shooter. I mean right. third person shooters, uh you're you're gonna have to accommodate for like a field of view and angling and stuff. They do have some things to avoid camping, like you can't swap shoulders, which is yeah. nice. You can't have people like just hiding all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you should try it out. You have to get used to that right hand or right shoulder shooting. And like, I, uh, I, I sometimes it's left. I, I don't know what it really depends. I don't know. That is weird. Is it contextual? I don't know. I, <laughs> it's one of those things that like, I kind of just don't pay mind to it. Cause <laughs> I played so many hours of resident evil five that I am now, it doesn't matter what shoulder I'm on. Cause I was always playing a Sheva. Um, so I was always left hand. So like in my mind, it doesn't like, I don't even interesting comprehend. Okay. It's just like, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I'd never thought I'd say this, but I am willing to try Fortnite with you guys. Yeah. Play with the, yeah. Yeah. And the good thing is it has like a, a bot system. So like, um, your first few matches will be filled mostly with bots. So you like can actually understand what to do. And then the more it's, you play, it starts getting uh, filled with humans more, not necessarily harder. Cause I've seen a lot of bots that play better than humans. Um, <laughs> but also it has a, a dynamic matchmaking or skill-based matchmaking. So like 
if you start sucking a lot, like you just start losing a lot. I mean, you probably will because it's a battle royale, right? The odds are against you. So if you start losing more and more, then it'll put you in like lower tiers of players. So like you can't just like you won't always be like paired with sweaties. And I mean, it it is nice that the the Fortnite community is a lot bigger and it encompasses a lot more uh, skill range than mm-hmm. Apex. Um, because as I said, Apex is no longer for casuals. They have completely veered away from that right. uh, and are going for competitive shooter, which is fine. I still think it is the best competitive shooter probably ever made. I'm um, sure. But uh, uh, it it's just not fun anymore. And yeah, having a fun BR would be nice. Yeah. And it doesn't take itself too seriously, obviously. Right. But I mean, some of the, the cameos are actually pretty neat. Um, and the fact is, like, you die, but rarely does it feel like, oh my God, like I just got like gypped off of that. It's just like, oh, oh, well, we'll do another one. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I say give it a shot. Okay. It's, You've convinced me. It's the the community is like pretty bad, but at this point, I would like to say like, what community isn't at this point? <laughs> it's just yeah. when I say bad. It's just mostly filled with kids. Um, but right. like, so is I Minecraft. Could just, I could just mute global. Oh, chat, I don't even have so. any voice chat. Right, right. Um, and also, I don't think there is voice chat for people that aren't in your party. Oh, that's nice. So like, yeah. So you won't be hearing squeakies unless you're like. So you're queuing up with randoms, but since they're solos, you don't even have to do that. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah. Other than that, I've been playing uh, fighting games uh, like King of Fighters 15, which is new. Nice. Uh, Street Fighter 5, gearing up for six. Um, right. I was never very good at fighting games, but I think I finally it finally hit me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm not I'm not the best at all or anything, but I can actually you know play without having to mash buttons which is well, nice I, I noticed that you mentioned two 2d fighters you're not right. playing any uh 3d fighters like uh like a true man <laughs> like tekken <laughs> yeah like tekken, tekken or soul caliber yeah no i uh i actually played a lot of 3d before 2d um i yeah. platinum tekken six nice. no, seven nice uh, Platinum Tekken 7, Soul Calibur. I'm actually going to jump into soon because I want to do the, uh, the story mode. Um, I, I enjoy 3D fighters a little bit more than 2D fighters. But, I mean, King of Fighters and Street Fighter, like, you know, they're very historic. They're very... It's true. Top of their league. Yeah. So, I want to get good at those at least because, like, I've always felt left out, especially being <laughs> Mexican, uh, King of Fighters is bigger in Mexico than it is in Japan. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Which is hilarious. If you don't believe me, look at any SNK yeah, no. King of Fighters comment section. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be more Spanish <laughs> yeah, yeah. in there than Japanese or English. I'm just waiting for a new uh, Virtua Fighter. I don't know what happened to that. Uh, yeah, Sega. Sega's being Sega. So Sega's being Sega. <laughs> yeah. Did you grab uh, five when it was free? I believe so. Wasn't that like years ago? Yeah, I think like two years ago or something. Okay. I I need to play that. I haven't played five yet, but yeah. So fighting games, Fortnite, haven't had too much time. I also want to wrap up on a bunch of Resident Evil stuff because I'm feeling it's it's starting to be spooky season soon. So I want to do that. Yep. (laughs) 
especially Village DLC. I'm so excited for that. I'm sure you're gonna like that because uh, there's a third person mode that, that is, they're adding. That is free. nice. That is nice. However, uh, I don't do horror games. <laughs> I don't do scary. Village isn't as terrifying as that uh, and like uh, the, I, I i saw someone play through i can't remember who it was now but i saw someone play through village uh uh-huh. <clears throat> it uh the story holy shit oh god it's bad <laughs> we'll do a 1v1 on you on that it's oh christ <laughs> it's the corniest it's, shit in the world but it's resident evil are you <laughs> the, the series is no since day one yeah 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 I really. Not, th- if you're looking for like a very cerebral story horror experience, play the original Silent Hills. Yeah, no, I know, I I, I, I totally agree, and maybe they should uh, remake those. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> we can talk about that in news. <laughs> uh, and that's that's the perfect segue because we're moving into the commercial and then coming into news from the commercial, uh, and that's how I segue from now on. Just state yes. factually what what is happening. And explain it. (laughs) (laughs) We have to explain it. (laughs) Bye. Booker Catch. Hi, my name is Booker DeWitt. You might know me from Bioshock Infinite, but today I'm here to talk to you about Unectol. Booker. Booker Catch. Thanks, Elizabeth. I have a pretty active lifestyle. Take it. This one here keeps me pretty busy. Booker. So when my doctor told me about my severe rheumatoid arthritis due to repetitive catching of things thrown to me by my friend here. Here, you need this. I got concerned. Booker, catch. But then he told me about Unectol. (laughs) And now I can catch anything this Spitfire can throw at me. Catch. Ow. Unectol is a non-habit-forming anti-inflammatory prescription-strength pill for sufferers of rheumatoid arthritis. Some side effects include dizziness upon standing, an inexplicable need to find meaning in the meaningless, hallucinations of cities in the sky, or parallel universes, dissociative identity disorder, or split personality, dry mouth, and headaches. Some patients experience some or all of the following. Coughing, itchy skin, sudden unexplained tattoos, the ability to shoot fire from their hands, the ability to control mechanical objects for a time, auditory hallucinations of horses, and constipation. Booker, catch! Unectol is not for everyone and should not be taken with any other medication or with alcohol. Catch it! If you experience any of these side effects, consult with your doctor immediately as these effects may become permanent. Ask your doctor about Unectol. Take it from me, Zachary Ka- I mean, Booker DeWitt. Booker, catch! Welcome back, and it's time for news. Leonard is not here, so we're going to go solo on this uh, uh, news segment. And I don't think uh, we have anything Nintendo-related. Do we have Nintendo? Splatoon 3 coming out. Do we have anything important that's Nintendo? <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Hey, <laughs> <so many> <laughs> All three of our listeners. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Splatoon... Uh, uh, you know, for the, for those three listeners that I just angered, um, I don't care about it because it doesn't care about me. How about that? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they fixed, they, they have learned this contrasted colors. I think they fixed that in two as well. Right. But they didn't fix it in one. And uh, right. first impression but who has a Wii U anyway. First impression is a major impression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no one has a Wii U anymore, but... Oh, 
that's another news for Nintendo. <gasps> What's oh yeah. This actually I kind of care about. Oh. Wii U 3DS servers are shut. Rip. Yeah. They they got system updates. Uh they're shutting down the all online all the all the stores. And what really sucks for 3DS games is for some god awful reason you have to download patches for a lot of big games uh-huh. from the store. So like people are like, please, even if you own this physically download updates, um, I think it'll work though. So that like, if you at least download it once, you can still download it again, even if your hard, your, your SD card wipes, but still that's, it's such a dumb uh, decision. So now even physical games aren't safe. So yeah. Rip. Yeah. Rip. Rip a Rooney. Yeah, pouring uh, out. But I was actually talking about uh, the uh, Wind Waker and uh, uh, Twilight Princess. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's huge uh, for the Switch. And frankly, it's about what four years too late. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm glad that they're coming on the system. I actually never finished uh, Wind Waker, uh, so I can use my Switch now for a reason. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah, I never owned Wind Waker. Yeah, same. I thought uh, uh, I, I thought the art style back then I was like edgy and like uh, too cool for that kind of cutesy art style. Uh, <laughs> so I, I never played the game. You and everyone else. Yeah, I remember that was such a huge debacle. <laughs> and um, I was just too cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> and now it's touted as like the best one. Yeah, yeah. But Still, like, so. how could I be seen playing that wearing a leather jacket? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> but now you could be seeing it be seen and, you know, full, full grown adult with their switch. Yep. Yep. Socks and sandals on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. In the backyard <laughs> shorts that are too short. Yep. <laughs> but pasty white thighs. That's the life. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's it for Nintendo though. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. There's not much Nintendo news, uh, uh, yet. Maybe something important will happen uh, randomly when they have like one of their tree houses of horror. <laughs> uh, they should really do that. They, they really should like around uh, October, uh, especially if there's a Simpson games coming out, which, yeah, you know, who knows? Hit and run remake. Oh, don't tease me. <laughs> we can, we can talk more about that later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, Julia, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? Something that came up in the news recently? Yeah, I'm the podcast's unofficial Ubisoft spokesperson now. Yes, you are. So, uh, we, if you weren't on Twitter or any news site for gaming, Assassin's Creed Mirage just came out, or leaked. Um, I'm sure we'll hear more on, you know, the, what's it called? The... I forgot what the whole showcase. Yeah. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. The the Ubisoft um, stream. But yeah, there is apparently it's going to be in Baghdad. That's the only city that we know of so far, I guess, or the only city in the game throwing knives and roof hiding spots are coming back. A lot of NPCs on the streets, parkour and some slow motion assassinations is what we've seen on this mysterious uh, note. Yes. yes. Circulating. (laughs) 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 I don't know where it came from, but it's all we have for now until six days. So it sounds like 
it's going to make a lot of people happy. And I think yeah. I've seen a lot of positive reactions because everyone wanted them to come back to just pure Assassin's Creed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Sandbox. Yeah. Yeah. Just classic, you know, wrist blade jumping from in cra- uh, crazy heights onto somebody's back and landing and not hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just hay like, bales. yeah. Hay bales. <laughs> Like I, I miss it. And especially now with the new tech that, that they have, they can probably make this look really, really good. The draw distance will probably be a lot better, which was one of my uh, big complaints uh, from the later uh, entries into the series. Um, so I, I have strong feelings about the RPG direction that they went. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Katie's not here right now. So she, she doesn't have a chance to, to hit me in the face. Um, but I didn't like any of them. Uh, uh, it, it just didn't feel like an Assassin's Creed game to me. It felt more like just like a, uh, I don't know, like an RPG, just like mm-hmm. a hack right. and slash third person RPG. And uh, that's that's not what Assassin's Creed is supposed to be. I, I don't know. I, I think it was a neat experiment, though, because yeah. this was the like, what do they call it? The ancient trilogy. So like, I like to think like since everything is so in its infancy for like the creed and everything, that it's like it's just going to be raw, like just blunt attacks, not very well thought out because this is like the beginning of everything, right? And right. if anything, I think that makes the older games cooler, like Ezio and all the all the Rodona protagonists, yeah, yeah, all of them. Like uh, I forgot uh, what's the guy from the first one? I forgot his name. Uh, Altair. Altair. Thank you. They, I think they make them even more badass and like cunning because like you know here it's like oh i have big axe i'll swing <laughs> but you know back and then going to the old games it's just so methodical and yeah very precise so i think i think it elevates the assassin uh the creed and all of their like skills which is kind of neat and now that they're going back to it it's it's a good fresh take on it it's been so many years right so Maybe they'll bring back the old school follow missions that took 25 minutes. Oh God. <laughs> and that's the monkey's power. Right? Like you want old Assassin's Creed. Okay. We're bringing back old Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Here's 300 flags that you have to find. <laughs> no, God, no. Uh, Julia, did you play the old ones? Did you play the new ones? Um, I played a other? little bit of um, origins. I have Valhalla, but I haven't really dipped into it yeah. a lot just because again, like it just, it feels kind of the same as I don't know, like it, what you were saying, the issues with it yeah. being like RPG, like, you know, I like the feeling of like, it, of, it didn't feel like an Assassin's Creed game, I guess, but I, I don't know which one we played together. Ken, I don't know. Unity. That was, yeah, like, was the Unity. only multiplayer one. Call yeah. That was, I, I like the, problem with me is like i will only finish a game if i'm playing with somebody else because it's just better that way for me okay yeah, <laughs> it's no, just more you. fun yeah yeah but, um but yeah i think that one is probably like one of my favorites just because of that aspect but yeah i'm excited to see this it looks like it's going to be a little bit different from the right. other ones but right. i'm glad that they're having more um kind of bringing back the old features of having throwing knives and hiding places. So yeah, that's good. That's good. 
Um, and since you are the uh, Ubisoft uh, liaison, I guess I now, yeah. because you work for them, I now have to like actually say Ubisoft instead of Ubisoft. Yeah, I, I was saying the wrong thing the whole time. No one cares. No, so. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a preference for me. I, oh, okay. It's spelled Ubisoft anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, because because you are the liaison um, uh, for this podcast to Ubisoft, mm-hmm. uh, that's your official title. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you directly uh, about the only game from uh, Ubisoft I, I, I truly care about, and that is Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, I know. Is there any news? Uh, when is it coming out, and when can I have it before everybody else? Never. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. Doesn't look like there's anything in store for you, so I'm so sorry. Well, if you could tell uh, the higher-ups at uh, Ubisoft uh, that I want to play the game, I think they'll, you know, that'll that'll put a fire under their ass and uh, uh, get them back into the, the video game coal mine. Uh, well, yeah, I got even bad news for you. I don't work there anymore. Oh. <laughs> Uh, my internship ended, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, this will never happen for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I kept telling her to bring back Rayman. <laughs> I, yeah, but... I know this guy doesn't even, this guy isn't even like in the United States right now, but please just tell him to bring back Rayman. Just please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Julia, you, you have connections now though. That's, yes, that's I do. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing Now now you have connections. You have, you have yeah. insider, uh, details. Uh, True. I, I think the, the best course of action, the best way to utilize those kinds of things is to strong arm the company oh. that you used to work for, mm-hmm. um, into doing what we want them to do. Yes. I think that's how business like works. a solid plan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I will uh, <laughs> definitely uh, keep uh, talk to my connections just for awesome. you. Yes, awesome. To bring that game back. Good, good, good. good, good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, really, the main topic that, uh, or the main news topic that we uh, wanted to cover is sort of uh, uh, in the topic section of today's episode. Uh, but I did want to sort of touch on Gamescom. Uh, a lot happened since our last episode because we come out with new episodes whenever the fuck we feel like it nowadays. Uh, and so we're not going to go over all that. Instead, uh, I just wanted to touch on Gamescom. Uh, was there anything coming out of Gamescom that you guys were like, whoa? Uh, no, not game-wise, but hardware-wise, there's one thing. What's that? And that was the PlayStation's mm. own mm. elite controller rival called the DualSense Edge. Ooh, kind of a corny name, not going to lie. <laughs> it's got edge to it. It's got edge. Don't cut yeah, yourself they, on that edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, another controller, uh, officially PlayStation licensed. Yeah. It's not going to be like a, a Astro or anything like that. It's right. Just pure PlayStation. It's going to be customizable, high performance, they said. So that includes back bumpers uh, that can be programmable. You can adjust dead zones and stick sensitivity, which I don't get why that's really a selling point, considering that's like uh, standard. a standard in yeah. most games now. You can just do that in software. But Sometimes, though, I will say, sometimes the game doesn't let you turn it off. Right. Yeah. But I think I think even PlayStation 5 itself has like a 
that's, calibration uh, yeah, system. No, I think, yeah, I think you're right. So, I never checked it out. I guess it's just because, even more <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. want to start doing some uh, exponential math and be like, well, if I have a 0.14 stick dead zone <laughs> on the controller itself and then I have 0.24 on the PlayStation and then I have 0.34 on the app, <laughs> you know, then you're going to get some really crazy Frankenstein's monsters uh, outcomes out of your dead zones. But, right, right. you know. That's a selling point. No, I mean, um, uh, the controller looks good. I'm glad that they didn't like, you know, have to change the, the shape of the controller or the feel of the controller. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to weigh uh, uh, a decent amount. And I'm kind right. of looking forward to that uh, because after playing with the uh, DualSense for so long now, I'm noticing it's it's lighter than I expected it to be. Yeah, a little bit more hollow feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I I love the controller. I still think that the 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 triggers and the dual sense uh, vibration shit uh, is really cool. Um, not a lot of games utilize it, in my opinion, uh, to its fullest extent, except for the triggers. I guess all games sort of utilize the trigger thing. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, uh, the one thing I hate about it is how loud the uh trigger uh motors are <laughs> yeah they're pretty it's loud like, sounds like a juicer sometimes yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. sounds like a ninja yeah <laughs> but uh yeah uh swappable sticks which is nice i guess yeah so. no um uh, uh that is that is nice uh when when the elite came out it came out with a handful of features that i really didn't care about um, I, I don't really care about the back pedals being like swappable. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know why that was a thing. I don't know why they designed that into the controller itself. Um, and a D pad is supposed to look like a plus sign. No matter what you do to that D pad, <laughs> it's supposed to look like a plus sign. And if it doesn't, you're breaking God's law. <laughs> God's plan. God's plan. And, and which when they decided to just d- ignore God <laughs> in the new design of their Xbox controller, I think that's when the world started getting shittier. <laughs> so yeah. it's Microsoft's fault. Oh, I'm sure they've done other things that ruined the world. <laughs> so you're probably not no. too far off. No, it's just the D pad. Can't that's it. That's the only thing oh, that they okay. did to defy God. Let's go. Let's uh, let's go to Bill Gates's house and just be like, "Why'd you do it? <laughs> Why'd you do it? Bill? Why'd you get rid of the plus sign? It's <laughs> it's called a D pad, not a D circle. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I don't. I don't know why I said that. That was. Dumb. Can you imagine? But I mean, imagine playing a fighting game with a circle pad. Monsters do it. I, I I've seen <laughs> oh, them do it. No. Monster demons from hell. <laughs> if you look close enough, when you see that, they have horns. Yeah. And they breathe fire and their skin is red. They are demons from hell. And then they're little goblins. So once you get close to them, they like they do a little chuckle and then like skitter away. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Watch the Evo competitions. That's what happens. <laughs> you got the announcers. Oh shit, is he playing with a circle pad? <laughs> <laughs> we got a demon. Where's the exorcist? They have exorcists on hand at Evo for a reason. I think you just found a new skit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's actually yeah. Uh, 
So uh, we're going we're gonna to step away from all the demon talk uh, and uh, go to break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about reboots, remakes, and remasters. Uh, you guys are in for a treat uh, because a lot of people are angry in the video game industry. What's new? When does that ever happen? Hear ye, hear ye, the non-player character podcast presents what it is like to play Fortnite Battle Royale by yourself. All right. Uh, I have some challenges I need to do. What challenge do I have to do? Oh, I have to kill seven people in Tilted. All right. Um, I kind of want to go Tilted, but then there's that find that location at Lucky Landing. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go Lucky Landing. All right. Um, oh, not not too many people. Oh, actually, no one's there. All right. This is perfect. All right. Um, Got to get some brick, uh, some wood. Oh, vending machine. 500 wood though for an AK. Nah, I'm, I'm cool off that. Uh, oh, found a rocket launcher. <gasps> big shield. Yes, yes, yes. Big shield. All right, great. It took the big shield. Let's see. What else do I need? And of course, after I take big shield, I find mini shields right there. <sighs> God, this, this game. I swear, Epic, if you could do one thing for me. All right, all right. What? 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 How? What? There was no one here! How? A 50 meter snipe? What? How does he have a semi-automatic sniper? Those are vault- Bruh. Ooh, okay, let's see. This is my second time playing Fortnite again. Alright then. What the hell that kid's doing? Is he... Flossing? Uh, whatever, man. Let's see this started, alright? Alright, I'm in a bus. I don't know where the hell I'm doing right now. There's really no instructions how to play this game at all. Oh, I guess everybody's jumping. Just thank you to the bus driver. Wait, what? Press X. Alright, cool. Oh, there we go. Oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, 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 press X to the point. Oh, okay. Oh, so you parachute out. Okay, this is kind of like PUBG, but more cartoonic. Okay, that makes sense, makes sense. Okay, um, I'm just random me at a random place i don't know what the hell to call it um i got a pickaxe that's kind of cool i guess let me just oh oh i can get material mm, oh cool all right uh, oh i see a chest yo oh wow wait what the fuck what is that a trap oh my god are you kidding me i'm not playing this game no more bye <laughs> And now, what it is like to play Fortnite Battle Royale with randoms. All right, man, where do you want to go? Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey! Oh, no. Let's go to Tilted Towers. Let's go to the uh, Come on. Uh, I don't want to go tilted. Come on, man. Come I, on, dude. Come on. I want to go paradise. I'm going paradise. Oh, you can go my tilted. God, dude. Come on, man. You're so lame. Look, you go, you go tilted. I'll go paradise. 
fine, whatever, dude. I don't even care, man. I care. I got like 50 dubs anyway. How many good dubs you got anyways? Got maybe seven. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> That's so funny. You're a loser. Oh, my God. Tyler. Oh, Tyler, watch your language. What? Watch your language, Tyler. I can't hear you. Tyler, watch your language. I hate her so much. God. So, till the towers, okay? I, I'm already at paradise. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Oh man, good old Fortnite and play some duels right now. Let's get this started. Hey, what's up, man? Whoa. Whoa. Hey, can you hear me? Yo, my guy. My guy. Yeah. My guy. Yo, Mike. What? In your mouth right now. Oh like that. Dude. Dude, <laughs> what is that sound? Uh, uh, where do you want to go? Why are you so loud? Where do you want to go, though? Who hurt you? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go drunk. You need to go. All right, I'm reporting you. All right, like, right now. All right, man. Report. Bye. Right. Bye. And now, what it is like to play. Fortnite Battle Royale with Ducks. This has been what it is like to play Fortnite Battle Royale. Thank you. Welcome back, and it's time for the topic of the week. And that topic, of course, is reboots, remakes, and remasters. We've been talking about these uh, basically since the inception of this uh podcast uh which by the way 90 episodes huh hey look at us hey uh nice. yeah getting close to that 100 um and uh you know it's it's a tough it's a tough topic to talk about um because uh in in a lot of ways some amazing remakes uh have been created such as like the dark souls uh remake no demons is souls's remakes uh that that was great um, the remasters of shadow of the Colossus, uh, that was great. That's technically a remake. That's yeah. Technically a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the remaster that was on PS three. Right. Um, yeah. Blue point remake blue Point. up. Right. Right. Yep. Wizards. Uh, there's, there's, you know, a hundred games that you can point to and be like, look at that. I'm glad they did that. Uh, we needed it. Uh, there's also a hundred games that we can point to and be like, why haven't they remade this or remastered it or something so I can play it on my current system or PC or something. And then the reboots uh, that either flop tremendously or are the impetus for uh, a new way to look at a game. You can kind of go back to what we were talking about with the Ubisoft stuff. And, and uh, I would say that to a degree, the last three Assassin's Creed were definitely uh, reboots uh, of a sort, uh, at least in terms of gameplay, maybe not uh, necessarily in story, um, but uh, other reboots 
Uh, I can't really think of other reboots of games that did well. Spyro. Spyro. Okay. I would say that's a reboot because they changed a lot of the story. And then it, you know, it's such a weird fine line of like reboot slash remake. Right. Like but we, we see a hundred like movies that are reboot, yeah. um, but video games, I guess are harder to reboot. Yeah. I would say like if, if you're telling the same story, but you've changed it a X amount, like, and that kind of shifts, but like, if you've changed a game enough where on the wiki page, there's a new, you know, category <laughs> for like the lore and canon, then I'd say that's a reboot. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, that, that's how I define it. Considering that uh, Elder Scrolls Online basically reboot the uh, story of elder scrolls as we know it and angers me still to this day. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would consider ESO uh, a reboot of elder scrolls. Uh, and I don't like talking about it or thinking about it too much, uh, because I get nosebleeds. Yeah. Um, so Hitman. yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah. Hitman Hitman actually is a really, really good, uh, uh, uh exemplifying, uh, explanation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just throwing out words now of um, uh, a reboot going well. Yeah. Uh, they, they really knew what they wanted to do with that series. Uh, they made it episodic, which some people didn't like. Uh, I actually appreciated it. It sort of like uh, slowed down the pace of the game so that the tech can catch up uh, to uh, what their vision of the game, I guess. Um, and it was still fun still weird and and wacky and you could dress up as a giant was it uh uh flamingo yeah yeah uh so that's good uh, that's that's a really good uh example of a good reboot but what's a bad example of a of a of a reboot is saints row mm. uh saints row has been getting uh review bombed since it came out uh just last week i believe and yeah. um, they say it is soulless, uh, <laughs> that it is not funny when it tries to be. It's very much a hey, kids kind of situation. Uh, and it's it's lacking all of the charm and the ridiculousness that the previous games had. My question, has anyone played it? First of all, has anyone played it? Played the demo. Okay. Didn't play. Didn't buy the full game. I had it pre-ordered. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, I'm so excited! People are accessing it early." And then I just saw nothing but bad stuff. I was like, "Okay, you know, I'm going to cancel it." Right. Um, it's not a game I'm never going to play. It's going to be a game I'm going to play when it's heavily discounted and when a lot of bugs have been fixed and hopefully content additions. Yes. Yes. Um, I have so much to say about this game. Okay. As a big Saints Row fan and follower. Good. Good. Uh, I'm I'm glad because one of one of the first things I really want to ask is um where could they have gone? They, like they uh, they destroyed <laughs> the planet, right? Like they <laughs> they yeah. they went so far uh and uh, in the end uh it it didn't even matter. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. No, like I honestly agree with you. Like where could they have gone? So 
I, I think they did a right choice, which is actually funny enough. You'd think I'd be like, no, they should have never rebooted it. But I think 95% of all Saints Row fans knew and agreed that they should have rebooted it because you can't go anywhere else. It was almost intentional that they made it so heightened that it was like, okay, the world's destroyed. Um, you know, every, they've conquered everything. President of the United States, uh, everyone's pretty much dead. But let's uh let's restart everything right um that's actually one of the endings for get out of hell yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. johnny gat chooses to reboot the whole world essentially um and so they went that way and i think the big problem was um you know with the core identity of saints row you have the fans of one and two, which are a more gritty, more down to earth, still a little bit silly. It knows when to not take itself too seriously, but it's a very down to earth, more akin to GTA, like organized crime Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, procuring a whole gang together. Yeah. And so one and two has that identity. Once three hit, it got way more wacky. It got way more mainstream. And three is, I think, to this day, the most sold of the series. It's the most popular. Also, I think it's one of the highest rated on Metacritic, surprisingly enough. So they went on like the wacky trend and then four just heightened it immensely. Right. Yeah. Four just took everything, took out all the seriousness, kind of threw it away. Uh, but it was interesting because they had a lot of throwbacks to two, especially character designs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they were like, okay, we're never going to touch this ever again. Um, but you had this huge divide in the first two games and the latter three games. Right. And what had happened was with this, they decided, you know what, let's do both. Right. Let's do, let's be serious. Let's be down to earth. They're starting from the bottom And then they're making their way up. But in doing so, they lost the core identity of both. So Mm -hmm. now they are too serious to have anything too crazy going on with like three and four, like the uh, set pieces, the humor, especially. Um, And then they're too wacky to like get like those hard hitting moments. So you end up being a master of none, right? Yeah, And they're trying to appeal to like a new audience. And that audience is like younger Gen Z people. Like it, there's no doubt. And I'm not just saying that, but they're, it is very apparent. They're doing like a, a TikTok Gen Z generation, like basically like Julia and I's like our generation, because the whole thing is like, we need to pay off student debt. That's, that's how they get into roped into making a game essentially. And in doing so, they went too far trying to like censor things. Uh, like I hate censorship in games. I think it's so stupid, um, especially when they're censoring themselves, right? Like nobody's telling them like, okay, you need to not tell dirty jokes or not have X amount of clothing or X amount of weapons or whatever. But they did that to themselves. And so it lost a lot of kind of soul and identity that um, – the Saints Row series is known for. And that even trickles down all the way to changing names of established like businesses just because they're like an innuendo. Like one of them, like for a car mechanic place, it was called Rim Jobs. And I don't think I need to explain that joke to you. No, explain, <laughs> you know, that, like, explain that joke in detail. 
<laughs> okay, and then we're gonna get taken Slowly. off of Spotify. <laughs> but but yeah, so uh, it was Rim Jobs, and now they changed it to changed it to Jim Robs. And it's like <laughs> that's like not even that's like a non joke at that point. Um, why have something an entire series and then it just change it on this reboot? But uh, I, I don't know. I like there's just so much. I think Julia, you had a lot to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Because Julia, <laughs> la- last last episode, you actually like. I think it, it it was last episode. You were you were talking about how much fun you had making your character. Yeah. Um. And well. Yeah. Yeah. I had like mixed reviews on the character customization because it's hard to. It was hard for me to create a decent looking person just because of what they had for you but the one thing that not the only thing i liked about saints row but something that heightened my experience was like you can make their bodies like crazy like i can have you know my girl have size k boobs you know like (laughs) massive boobs massive butt whatever i want in this game it's like you can't you know it's just like i forgot i haven't like played the demo a long time but like they changed completely how you can customize your character. I think they want to kind of go of like the genderless um, type of route, but I think it also kind of ruined the experience of making a crazy character like the game kind of not wants you to do, but you have the option to do. Right. right. I I just don't see how they couldn't have done both. Like I know. Yeah, they could have, but like all they had to do was not have a gender yeah like slider on the thing or have a literally a gender slider which would have mm-hmm. been interesting um and and let you put whatever parts of the person yeah. you wanted on the person well they yeah. do have a gender slider but yeah but they don't you can't customize how much mm-hmm. boobs you want or butt or but, you know junk why? size at all why? Like, you can't, that's so weird yeah cyberpunk yeah. had junk size yes. uh, sliders like what yeah. what what i think it was a it's drop like down to menu, a certain still. extent it's not anything like okay that's not like anything to boast about you know but like <laughs> it's it's like you know yeah, it's, like you couldn't yeah. get an ideal body because yeah you couldn't pick like if you wanted to get like let's say like a woman that is like a normal build but like a little bit more curvier you know, curvier uh-huh. but you had to like put the bar like i was watching julia do you know create a character on SharePlay and you had to make the bar like three fourths right Obese. and then you had to yeah and then you had to make them like really chubby and it's like yeah. why why do you have to like work around this it it, it wasn't broken in the other ones you could just pick yes. specific like I'm gonna be have a male body yeah literally said breast, biologically thighs. male body and then yeah. I can have like a female voice it still let you do that so I don't mm-hmm. understand why they just they're like stripping features, trying to be safe, um, especially in costumes as well. I, yeah. I think. But really? yeah, I honestly like, who are they trying to be safe for? Because the premise of the game is kind of for our generation, like, Oh, student debt, you can't, you know, get a house anywhere. It's crazy. But then they're also censoring and we're like, you know, in our 20 mid twenties and then they're censoring stuff like the rim jobs and they're censoring, like tattoos that were, you know, they had a, like a penis tattoo and they censored it to look more like an arrow. So it's just like, who, like, why are they censoring? Cause you know, who is this for at that point? Yeah. It's, 
it's like an M-rated game. For yeah, that sake, it's like if you're scared to like put anything inappropriate, why why call it yeah M game? Why not just make a T-rated little? I, I kind of wonder if they were aiming for T and they didn't get it, and they were like, "Well, I guess it's M." Because like this kind of censorship, this kind of self censorship, does happen um, when a game is aiming for T. Yeah, I I was thinking that too, but looking at the story. The story is, it's just so weird. Like all of the humor and all innuendos are gone. The only like dirty joke is I'm talking about like poop, like pooping or like butts. Oh, come on. <laughs> come That's on. the only one. But they curse like a, a, a shit ton. Like at the very intro, they say like fucking shit, fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. Like 30 times and it's trying to be funny. Like, so that I hasn't don't been funny since the nineties. I, oh God. Yeah, so I it really doesn't. Yeah, it seems like one part of volition at the department was trying to do a T game, like you were saying, Paul, and then the other half was like, no, we're keeping it Saints Row, mm-hmm. and then it got released, and they're like, well, okay, what do we do now? And they're like, well, since we're trying to be a bit safe, let's just go and appeal to like yeah. the younger generation, and we don't want to offend anyone, so let's get rid of all the remnants. Like what Julia was saying about the tattoo, it's so bad that. On the tattoo, you know, has a little like box icon that shows like what you're oh, yeah. getting yeah. with the image. Yeah. It shows the the tattoo with like the the, the original. The, yeah, it shows it uncensored. But then when they, you put it on your mm-hmm. body, it's an arrow. They didn't. They forgot to change it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's good, there's going to be an expose about this. I I feel it. I feel it coming, just like there was about cyberpunk and its yeah. internal right. struggles. I have a feeling that because. You know, a lot of people have said this, uh, that this is the make or break for Volition, uh, considering that agents, what is it called? Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, Did not perform well at all. And they put a lot of stake into that, Um, that this was sort of like the bailiwick. This is this is like Mm -hmm. their their new watermark that they're putting out there. And because it's gotten such poor reception, a lot of people are saying that this is the death knell of Volition. Which is sad because yeah. Volition yeah. gave us Saints fucking row. And yep. Red Faction. And we, Red you know. Faction. God, just make a new Red Faction, please. For fuck's sake, make a new Red Faction. In this, in this tech, in this tech, come I on. I know. We've not seen the Geotech in right? forever. Oh, God. I need Even it. Battlefield got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, I worry for Volition. I really do. Uh, and uh, I... I the poor reception of this game and just like what you guys are telling me about this self-censorship bullshit. And like, it, 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 it proves to me that one, they weren't confident in their writing. They weren't mm-hmm. confident in, in, in their product uh, before release. Uh, and it, I kind of knew that this was going to happen <laughs> when the uh, uh, first, like, uh, what dev diary stuff. I, I can't remember what they call it, but uh, when that started hitting YouTube and I was watching it and I was like, nothing in this is like screaming to me. Uh, Saints. Row. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they, they didn't show any dildo swords. They actually no. even said they were like proud of it. They're like, there's no dildo bats in this game. Yeah. They, like, okay. outwardly, and I was like, uh, then you're I'm not out. Saints row. <laughs> Yeah, I if mean, there's no that dildo bats, like I lightsaber dildos, 
What the fuck? You guys had, (laughs) you had a runway, you had a runway of dick jokes and you just fucking turned around. Like, I don't understand it. It's so sad. I know. And it's not offensive. None of that, none of that shit from the old games is actually offensive. Like it's it's offensive to children because they're children. (laughs) But it's not offensive to adults who should be the ones playing this game in the first place. Yeah, they're exactly. dicks. They're dicks and, and boobs and butts. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that what we're seeing now with all these changes being made, I since it this game was probably made in like the height of cancel culture, I feel like that also has to play in it. Like they didn't want yeah. to they just want to play it safe, like what we we're saying before. But I really think, you know with other games being put under fire and being canceled for saying controversial things. I think they're like, okay, we need to step back or else I mean, no I, one's going to want to play it. But it's like, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. It I, I feel like Saints Row, you I, know, I guess, right now, but like, you know, uh, uh, and, and here we, now, now I'm going to get on Reddit here. Um, uh, this, this episode is now going to be uh, featured on 4chan and Reddit, but I am a proud feminist. Right. That's right. I said it. I'm a proud feminist and feminism is all about equality. So if yeah. I think that uh, 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 a strong, gigantic tittied, huge boobed woman Thank can, you. can pick up a uh, lightsaber dildo and smack somebody halfway across the city yes. with it, that's equality, man. And it's yeah. good. I feel so seen right now. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I wanted. Yeah, that's all it should have been. As a woman, that is all I wanted. Exactly. <laughs> and nothing is that's goddamn so offensive about for. it. Yeah, oh. I think they don't realize. I think they think like, oh my gosh, women are going to be uh, like, like there is. I think there is a boob slider, but it's so capped. It's like it's it's so not. Capped. It's yeah. And you have to make yourself obese. They so should yeah. have had two boob sliders. Okay. Volition, take note. This is this is how you do a fucking boob slider and they're really fran- make it good. They're frantically writing right now. Yes, seriously. Okay, check this out. In the character uh, selection screen, right, mm-hmm. you slide down to the boob slider. So you can go one of two directions. By default, it's in the middle. So even the male characters have a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you slide it all the way to the left, they go away. And you can have like male pectorals, right? And you can even change those to make it like, you know, uh, uh, like... Terry Crews status, just like crazy pectoral Shoot, muscles. give them boobs too. Yeah, why give not? Give all of them boobs. But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you go all the way to the right and they just grow and grow and grow, right? Another boob slider appears underneath that one Ooh. and it starts at zero. And then you go yes. down to that one and you slide that all the way over to the right and they're massive, bigger than the actual person. That is hilarious. It is a good joke, especially because it, it it's in a game about being funny. This is supposed yeah. to be a funny game with some serious, like, you know, uh, it's supposed to be like 80% comedy and 20% uh, crime drama. Right. And they, they, they just went straight down the middle and failed at both. And, and it even goes to the costumes. Like, the costumes are like very filtered there there are some wacky ones but when i mean wacky it's like oh like a robot cardboard costume like it's <laughs> i don't know it's like you have all these crazy combinations that you had in the previous games that make yeah. you look absolutely insane 
uh, like you want to be like a Mad Max BDSM like monkey guy. Stripper Go ahead. Nun. Stripper nun. It's just like what you're at M game. You can't do this in GTA. No. Yeah. Cause GTA so, goes for realism with, exactly. you know, over the top uh, set pieces and whatnot. And that's great. They do a really good job of that. Uh, I thought the story of five was kind of bullshit, but <laughs> just generally speaking, they, they do a really good job of like gritty realism and like insane character. But uh, Saints Row is supposed to be kind of real, but mostly not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so when you have none, neither it's just like what what what's the yeah, point of the you? identity what's the point of you yeah <laughs> and it's creating such a huge war in the sanctuary community oh, yeah. there's a lot of people enjoying it and great on them like this isn't cool. the worst game i keep saying things saying like this is the worst game of the year probably not i i think it's far from it but it's it's definitely the most confused i'd say yeah um but uh, people are like hating on people for enjoying it. And then there's mm-hmm. people who are hating people who are not enjoying it. And it's just, it's become this very binary, like yeah. uh, you're on team a or you're on team B and there's very little cross communication. Like you can easily say like, there's some stuff I like about this. And for me, I think the world looks really great. I think it's such a, I always wanted like an open world and like a, a modern Las Vegas type scenery. That's not, destroyed like new vegas or mm-hmm. a really bad on rails shooter like duke nukem um you know so this is a really cool setting and i think rebooting it was the right thing to do but uh there's just so many flaws that they have currently and they could have taken the whole censorship and body positivity and inclusivity from cyberpunk yeah which they didn't but you know what they did take from cyberpunk was the massive and massive amount of bugs <laughs> and it's actually i would say it's worse than cyberpunk maybe not visually but mechanically because i would say like 80 percent of people can't even play co-op period and that's what that's what saints row is known for is yeah. it's co-op drop in drop out is you know open world second nonsense. to none you know right. it's it's second to none like i can't think of a single gta style open world game that you can get cross progression save and just like, Oh, I'm going to join your world. And then boom, it, it's such a great feature, but it doesn't even work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's something that's fix- fixable. So, but some of these story changes, some of these censorship things, it's sad. I, it's really sad. I think they can change them because they said, Oh, we're going to have big expansions, uh, new areas and the DLCs. And then, uh, uh I guess one really good thing Volition is doing is they're having, um, like, I think they call it like the patch note hub. And it's a very direct thing. Like, this is what we're working on. This is what the next hot fix is going to be. This is the next update. That's really great. I like that transparency. That is cool. Yeah. And then they're saying like, we, we hear you about the bugs, uh, where this is what we have tracked. And then they said, we hear you about like content suggestions and we're actively looking into that as well. So, it's not all doom and gloom. I don't want this to be the end of Volition. I don't think it will, actually. Uh, if Dan were here, I think he would agree with me. Just because it is sold, is exceeded their sales expectations. That's true. That's true. Uh, A lot of people every, are probably buying to it to see how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely long term. But, you know, not everyone goes on Reddit. Not everyone goes on Twitter. It's true. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are buying it. And buying like the deluxe editions and are enjoying it because maybe they don't care about uh, 
boob sliders or uh, <laughs> How dildo can you not bats. care about boob sliders? Those people I don't <laughs> oh, trust. That's the thing too, right? Like we, we aren't just talking about boob sliders because we have nothing else to talk about or just because we're trying to be funny, but that's because you have such, that is part of the identity of Saints Row is creating any type of character you want and yeah. creating like this just kind of chaotic mess of like a crime drama, but your character. And once you start stripping away features of your character creator, then it starts being really weird. And it's like, well, this doesn't feel like it's made for me. Yeah. It yeah. feels like it's made for this person or that person. I mean, in the second yeah. game, I literally made a clown. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the, the funniest shit in the world watching a clown do all of like this gritty, uh, uh, realistic, like crime, uh shit it, it, it's so good it was so fun yeah um, and i think the one other thing i'd say that like it really needs to work on is in two the world was so dynamic right like there was constantly things going around you that made it feel like you weren't the main character like the world was just going on around you yeah and i've seen on this one it's just so barren and empty there's not a lot going on not a lot of interiors and then there's not a lot of dynamic events so that's stuff they could add, but yeah. right now it just feels kind of soulless. Yeah. And when you don't have the proper writing or humor or even visuals, to be honest, it looks kind of dated, but that that's like the smallest point for me. But when you have none of those to fall back on, then it starts feeling a little bit tiresome. Yeah, it is sad. It is so. sad. Well, I want to move on from shitting on Volition. Uh, I, I, as, I, as I said, there's going to be an expose. There's going to be a reason why all of this happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're going to find out just like we did with uh, Cyberpunk. Um, but I want to talk about a game that hasn't had uh, a single bit of controversy uh, throughout its entire history. Uh, and that's Last of Us. <laughs> uh, both games are uh, universally loved. Uh, no one's ever said a bad word about uh, the director, Mr. Neil Druckmann. Um, and uh, uh, it is a perfect game from start to finish. So, of course, it gets a hang on. Let me check my notes remaster boot that's I, <laughs> that right? that's, a, yeah. that's a good that's a good name it's a remaster yeah. boot um okay so <laughs> my biggest problem with this game i haven't bought it because i've already played this game four times and i don't necessarily <laughs> need to buy this one but my biggest problem with this game uh is that it's 70 dollars mm-hmm. i'm right there with you uh, so if, if anyone has been, uh, unaware last of us, uh, part one has been re master booted. Um, and <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds dirty. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> some people like it and some people hate it. Uh, but, uh, no one denies that it looks gorgeous. It is a gorgeous yeah. looking game. Um, that what they basically did was make last of us one in last of us two. And that's fine, but not for $70. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Not for $70. Uh, I, I, fl- I think yeah, the go, fact go that ahead. they have to like explain. So like they have to prove why it's worth $70, right? It shouldn't be $70. Like if you have to prove the price, there's an issue, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might have paid 50 for this. I might have paid 50 for this just because of how gorgeous it is. Uh, and just like the pedigree 
um, of this game in general. I mean, I've, I've talked at length on how great last of us two is, uh, and how I love, uh, being smacked in the mouth by Neil Druckmann, um, <laughs> during that game. Uh, it's, it's the greatest, uh, uh, storytelling device, uh, I've ever experienced being mm-hmm. smacked in the mouth. Um, everyone should be smacked in the mouth by their, uh, by their chosen story. Um, but, uh, last of us part one is the greatest game in my opinion of all time. And, uh, to see it the way it looks now is astounding. Um, but considering that it doesn't come with the multiplayer that was attached, uh, Mm -hmm. to the first one, uh, and considering that, um, uh, it's, it's $70 and there are still some glaring, uh, problems because even though last of us two was an amazing story and I'll, I'll die on that Hill. Uh, what it, what it wasn't was a perfect, uh, execution of a third person shooter in a lot of ways. Um, and so some of the eccentricities of the system, uh, are still in now part one and that hurts a little bit. Like the looting system of part two is the wrong one. Yeah, uh, I like the looting system of part one more than I like the looting system of part two. I don't know why they changed it. If it wasn't broken, I don't know why they tried to fix it. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the AI is better now. But, but there's so, nothing wrong with it in the first place. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I can't really. I, apparently, it's it's not different enough to notice. And if it's not different enough to notice. $70 is not the price tag. Yeah. As you said, and I think the biggest thing for me is, uh, like you said, the multiplayer, it's just like, if this is the definitive, it should have everything right from the mm-hmm. original. Yep. That that's always my go-to. Like if you're going to say something's definitive, I better not have anything missing. Even if it's a stupid skin. Yep. Um, and, and, Oh, I just thought of something that they didn't do that they needed to do. Uh, if you haven't played it, close close your eyes right now. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the part where Joel gets injured and you are taken, uh, you take Joel as Ellie into the mall, right? Mm-hmm. Great. We're all up to date. We're all caught up <laughs> on the story. That is when you insert the flashback of uh, Ellie in the mall with her girlfriend. They didn't do that? No. Of course not. Oh. Of course not. It, oh it's, it's a separate menu. It's it's. Uh, do you want to play the DLC? Oh, exactly. I could have sworn that I see. That's a revelation to me. I thought they would do that. It, that was for me. That was a given. Yes, because mall, like, mall, 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 mall. Yeah, <laughs> and she's by herself too. And she's by herself. With, mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's just I. A lot of missed opportunity, Neil. And I know you're listening, Mr. Yeah. Druckman. He's knocking all of his stuff off of his desk right now <laughs> in anger. He's calling all of uh, uh, Sony and being like, pull them off the shelves. <laughs> We're going to have uh, Last of Us remake, remastered, definitive, true edition. True, definitive, final <laughs> two. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. You know, 70 bucks. Not Okay. No. And I've seen some things that I don't like. If I could talk about that for a second. Uh, you can. So I think 
a couple of things I don't like. Uh, first off is I think Ellie, I like her original design better. That's just a personal preference. It's it, not it like looked a, more like a child, but exactly. I, I, I know why they did what they did. Yeah. Uh, the whole, uh, uh, very close resemblance yeah. with a certain actor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I would say, yes, I understand that. But like you said, uh, she doesn't look that much like a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she looks like her part two. And I think that's another reason they wanted to bridge that closer to look more in line with the part two Ellie. And considering but, that they de-aged her in the uh, DLC. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like. But did you see Tess? Yeah. Tess looks. I, I, think I actually approve of their change to Tess. Yeah, because Tess is supposed to be around Joel's age, and she did yeah. always look like you know in her early thirties, maybe late thirties, uh, and and Joel's like in his forties. So I, you know, I, I appreciated yeah. that they made made her look a little more badass, a little more rugged, uh, right. and older. Um, I've, I I've mean, heard some she's bo- you know I've heard some backlash uh, against that, but oh, that's yeah. not surprising. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, spoiler alert. I mean, like, if you haven't played uh, Last of Us, just stop listening, obviously, because we're, we're <laughs> I've already spoiled talking. About I already spoiled the the mall part. Did you exactly. hear me? Mall, 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 yeah. mall. Yeah, <laughs> mall, <so>. mall. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, Tess only plays so little. She's in it for like I don't know an hour, and then yeah, she but, dies. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like, wait, she dies. Oh, mall, <laughs> mall. Um, <laughs> but you know, so she—it's so little. But with Ellie, she is one of the main characters, always yeah. with you. Um, so I—I I don't know. That's just—I don't like the look of her that much in comparison. Right. But I, I like the whole Easter egg with Jack and Daxter giving her T-shirts and her little goggles. <laughs> Stop teasing us, Naughty Dog. Just give us another Jack and it's Daxter. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> No, it's not, but uh, hot damn. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're working on. I mean, I know they're working currently on uh, whatever the multiplayer is going to be called um, right. when it finally comes out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Julia, $70. What do, you th- yeah. what do you think about all this? I mean, we've been, we've been talking back and forth. Yeah. I, I want to get your two cents here. Like, I, I have, like, the similar, like, similar qualms with what you guys are saying. Like... It it looks nice. It's not worth seventy dollars. I wish it was half that price, you know. But whatever. Yeah. But you know, we have so many versions of this game, like on you know, of course, PS3, PS4, and like the PS4 one is not that bad. You know, I don't think it ne- didn't necessarily need to happen. I'm glad that you know people who couldn't play the previous game because of you know accessibility issues like they can play it now you know and that's great yes and Uh, and i i don't think they need to pay more for it you know though you know i wish it was that's kind of messed up too it's like sure that takes a long time to make it so more players can play yeah but i don't think they should pay more to you know, be able to play a game that wasn't, you know, accessible to them before. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, the same thing. I just, it looks great. I don't think I'll need to play it, but I mean, look, when it, when it becomes eventually free on PlayStation plus, yeah, (laughs) 
I'll play it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh hell yeah. I'll play the shit I'll out of it. I'll play it. Yeah. Um, and it will probably yeah, in like it, it five years, will. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll take some time, but, uh, uh yeah. no, it's actually going to be October because, uh, Neil Druckmann heard about the mall issue. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. He's making a new one right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Julia, uh, to this oh. accessibility, uh, point, uh-huh. uh, apparently a blind person played and beat last of us two. That's wow. how wow. much accessibility features were available. Uh, and that is amazing. I think yes. basically every game from here on out should just take naughty dogs, accessibility systems and apply it to their game. Exactly. Like straight up, yep. straight up. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's a, a good point though, Julie, because yeah. you're talking about that it costing money that, kind of sucks and i know resident evil village they're adding not only the third person mode but they have new accessibility options and that's a free update when the dlc comes like you don't need to own the dlc yep and capcom like i'm sure they have they're giving this project less money than naughty dog gave the remake so it's like i don't you know it, it they could have easily just like I don't know, made it DLC for one or, yeah. or for yeah. part two or something. Yeah. Give yeah, us like the original, mm-hmm. give it to us for like a $30 thing or something like that. For and real. be like, you know, Seriously. yes, we, we know that, uh, the remaster already exists on the PS store. So we're going to have this upgraded version with accessibility that, you know, and love from part two, but you can launch it as DLC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't have to be a $70 edition with multiple collector's editions. No, that, that, by the damaged. way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that came in the mail damaged and they won't refund or uh, return those. That, did you see that, Paul? Yeah. Ah, that's bullshit. But Neil's was in pristine condition. <laughs> <laughs> Ripped it out, out of Jim Ryan's hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, look, if you are listening to this and you haven't played last of us, uh, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Cause that's, that's a weird Venn diagram that you land in. <laughs> um, but yes, of course, buy this game, play this game. What the fuck are you doing with your life? Uh, don't care about the haters, uh, and get ready to play the second one and get, uh, slapped in the face by Neil Druckmann's, uh, uh, Harry Cox. So, <laughs> buy it if you haven't played it otherwise wait for it for free um yeah yeah because yeah there's there's fucking no need uh but uh the last thing i wanted to say uh uh about these uh remaster beta boots is oh um i forgot about that destroy all humans too yeah uh great i heard Great. You know, I've I've heard actually that's like the opposite of Saints Row's censorship because yep. uh, they have a little disclaimer at the beginning saying like this game was made ages ago. Uh, we're not changing a thing. Uh, it may offend you know you, it, not in like a condescending way, but it's like right, you know right. things are different. This is a remake. We're keeping the experience. You know, buckle up, buckaroos. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I know they sexualized the love interest even more than the original game, which is such a funny thing to me. Yeah. Um, because it's like, they're like, yeah, I feel like this is what we wanted to do on the original game, but we didn't have the polygons to do it. (laughs) Um, but I heard it's great that they, 
kept everything original and then they did just a bunch of quality of life stuff that you'd expect in 2022. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, uh, it, it was a great game then. Uh, I'm sure it's a great game now. I kind of want to pick it up and and play it. Um, I was lukewarm on the first one, uh, but that was because I was kind of lukewarm on the first one back in on PS2 anyway. Uh, I really liked uh, Destroy All Humans 2 a lot more um, mm-hmm. than than uh, the first one. So I I, I think I'm going to try this one out. It's decently priced at 40 bucks, um, which I think is what the price point should be for a game like this. Uh, and it looks good. It looks great. Uh, it's not breaking ground in the, in the graphics department. Um, but, uh, you know, good for them. Good for them for and, making a good reboot of Masturbator. And as split screen, <laughs> eat your heart out, Halo Infinite. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't get that in the news. Oh, well, now we can. Yeah. Uh, those of you that don't know Halo Infinite, they literally just said, we're not doing split screen. Psych. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, which, which is fucking funny in my eyes, but that's. That's because uh, I don't like three four three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're not my real dad. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, Julia, uh, are you looking forward to Destroy All Humans Two? Is is that the kind of game that you would uh, would play? I mean, it's co op, so yeah, sure. I haven't really heard much about it, or. It's silly. Then, it's silly. So I'm like it's open silly. to anything. So yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> not don't know too much about it, but right. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely an enjoyable game. Um, uh, uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be the end of this episode of the podcast. Uh, if you couldn't tell by my amazing segue uh, from that topic that we just did. Um, and during the end of the podcast, I usually say things like you should check out other podcasts on silvertongueaudio.org, like, uh, Dazed and Disturbed, which hasn't had a podcast episode in quite a long time, but, uh, they're coming back pretty soon with another one. So, Hey, there's that. Or, uh, Midnight in the Bay, who does an episode every goddamn Monday. Uh, and he's a funny guy. So you should check that out. Or if you want to hear more of my stupid voice and a couple of other people's, uh, wonderful voices, you could listen to, uh, the NPC adventures, which is a D&D 5 edition uh, podcast and I have music and sound effects and it's a whole bunch of editing and uh, I'm putting up episodes uh, when I can. They're very difficult to make so I do my best um, but you, there's a whole lot of these episodes. There's uh, 89 more episodes that you guys can listen to uh, with wonderful co-hosts that I have such as Julia, Kent, Leonard, Jeremy, Dan, Katie, Noah from way back, huh? So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's the end of the, the episode. Uh, I, I, I don't have anything more to say, um, but, uh, last of us part two is an amazing game and I'll fight anyone who disagrees until next game, everybody until next game. Silver Tongue Audio.